0: Welcome to the Gifters Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS online program, which teaches you how to turn your story into a successful speaking and online coaching business. For more information, go to christopherkai.com. Our guest today is Ali Asare. He's a lawyer at Clorox, a nonprofit director, speaker, educator, and comedian. Ali, welcome to our podcast.
1: Thank you, Christopher. Great to be here.
0: So we, we literally, uh, we're supposed to start 15 minutes ago, but Ali's story was so cool, so cool and inspiring. And it's just a perfect example about the, the podcast name he, he mentioned. It's called A Life Led by Curiosity. But I want to just say off the, the top of this podcast that, and I was telling this Ali too, so he knows this, we're on the surface. I see Ali all polished, he has a really cool suit on, has a nice smile, has a good tie on, he's, he's presenting. He's just super, just pedigree wise, you know, great law school, New York, uh, NYU. But then we started sharing stories about his family, about how he said, oh, I have a, a client named uh, Artsen Nazarian. So at Artsen if you're listening, he's Persian American like you, Ali, but super ambitious, but family wise. And he talked about how like he remembered like they would be bombing in Tehran. And then we started talking about your story. But all I'm saying is this is where the whole don't judge a book by its cover were on the surface. you, You obviously are super successful professional, but what we totally vied on about was, oh, you're Persian, I'm Chinese, like so much high expectations. And it's just, listeners just know that your story if you share it more like Ali did with me you'll be so much more connected and empowered and empowering so Ali thank you so much for sharing
1: your story about your, your, your background of course Christopher yeah we were just talking about you, you never know what you have in common with people until you share and especially in career and professional settings people are hesitant to do that and I understand that you got to be tasteful about it but really you know the more you bring of yourself to work or to your profession, I promise you, you'll find more connections and more real connections.
0: And that's a key thing, by the way, real connections. So literally you and I are are literally a case study in curiosity because when I look at you again, your pedigree says one thing and I, as a host, I have to really size you up fairly quickly and say, okay, you know, what is this person about so that I can help my audience learn more and grow more. So in your case, so you are a lawyer, right? Let's just talk about that. Like, how come you chose to be a lawyer? Because you're a very curious person, you're very creative, but now you're a lawyer. So t- tell us that, that that
1: that origin story of why you're a lawyer. Yeah, it's a great question, Christopher. the The short answer is one day when I was 14 or 15 or 13, I don't remember. My brother said, "You you you'll be a great lawyer. You should go to law school." And that kind of <laughs> that just stayed there. I, you know, I I don't know. It just stuck with me. Um, but, but the longer answer is I, I wasn't sure at all and who, who is right. And so kind of the, the story I want to share was I took two years between college and law school off to figure out what it is I want to do and find my passion and all these things you hear about. Right. I always looked at people who, there are people who say, ever since I was four, I wanted to be, <laughs> and you're like, Oh my God, how did I find that? Yeah. And, uh, the moment for me and it goes to the topic that we're talking about, about curiosity was, you know, my, my big aha moment was, Oh my God, after you a know, year and a half of pondering the question of who is Ali and what is Ali's passion? I was like, Oh my God, there is no such thing that's deep and innate in me. It's not like an onion that you, you peel the layers until you get to the to the middle of it and you discover what that passion is. If actually you, an onion there's nothing inside it's just more onion <laughs> so it was really about like oh my god it doesn't matter even what i do or where i go um it's just you know whatever path i pick will help me become a different person and that's totally fine like i can go down this path and become a doctor i can go down this path and become a lawyer and each path is going to have its own interesting, awesome stuff. And each path is going to have its own challenges. So that's kind of secondary. The real thing is to, to have the positive attitude and move forward. And the image I leave you with is uh, like a fish, like a goldfish in a tank. Just all of a sudden it goes this way and it goes that way and it goes that way. There is no path really. It's just about that and being open to that experience. And so once I realized that, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm back on track. <laughs> well, this is very
0: t- a great story to share, Ali, because frankly, a lot of people, especially in the Western world, especially in America, it's like, follow your dreams and-, and the money will follow. Do what you love and the money. And I'm like, you know what? That is the worst advice in the world. The actual advice should be, follow your dreams and the money will follow if you get really, really lucky and you're in a scalable industry and you work like hell, like the jobs. You know, like that's the, because I did follow my dreams, Ali. I used to be singing songwriter, I've written books. But it wasn't until I started taking a more practical mind and I said, okay, I want to make a living a really good living so I can help more people. And for your credit, like law, you can make a good living. So you both have that curiosity and mindset. But for our listeners out there, especially those that are leading more on the creative side, you can be as creative as you want. You can pursue what you love. But that statement of do what you love, that's like the worst advice that I've ever heard anyone say. It sounds good, frankly, for American Idol, but really in real life, it doesn't. So for, for you, Ali, the fact that you have a career that's sustainable it's great because you could have your mindset but also not be worried about paying bills right so for you let's talk about curiosity is it do you do you like read books to get more curiosity do you talk to different people to get like tell us how you go about because you're also comedian right like what are some of your your ways to maybe
1: spark it live it share it it's everywhere christopher that's the thing uh so there's one quote i love from joe rogan and he's you know he's a fascinating person, does many different things. But one thing he said that I remember, he said, inspiration is a daily shower. So we have this, uh, you know, I had this idea, you know, years ago that, Oh, like uh, being mindful or being confident or all these things, all these quote unquote positive things we think about are like just going to come out of nowhere. Maybe you read a book or go to a talk and you get it like that's how it works, but it's not how it works. It's, it's a daily shower. So, same way, you can't take a shower once and say, okay, I'm clean, I'm done showering. <laughs> you have to shower every day. So, for me personally, same. I have a stack of books here on my bookshelf. I have a um, YouTube uh, series that I'm watching, currently watching one on human psychology. It's a University of Toronto lecture course series, incredible. And you kind of, just have different things everywhere around you. You surround yourself with them. And at different points, you, you 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 feel kind of, you get better at feeling what you need at the moment. I was on vacation last week, so I wasn't reading any of my books, wasn't doing any of my YouTube listening. So I was itching for that towards the end of the <laughs> vacation. I was you, you feel it. You feel the need for it, the inspiration to find the curiosity. So kind of, it, it's not, there's not a switch, right? It's a constant work. It's like working out. It's like anything else in life, like showering. You kind of do it 10 minutes a day, 10 minutes a day, 10 minutes a day.
0: Well, the great thing about that, Ali, is the thing with curiosity and learning, it's like you have these constant dopamine hits, you know? So instead of people always on their phone getting distracted and scared of what's going on, but with inspiration, I absolutely agree with you. And I love Joe Rogan. He's one of the most curious guys in the world. And he's also seemingly unassuming, which allows his guests to really open up and share their wisdom. So great example. But the last thing I want to ask is you are a comedian and, and what's one thing that you feel you've learned as a comedian that we can all apply to our lives?
1: Great question. I uh I, I did my stand-up, my latest stand-up set I did was at um the punchline in San Francisco, historic place. And preparing for that was such a life-changing thing for me because you, you watch a great stand-up comedy set online, right? It looks very natural. It looks like uh, the person made off-the-cuff comments all the time or they pick on the audience and you're like, wow, like, I'm not like that. I'm not sharp like that. But when you actually prepare for a set, every single thing was planned and memorized. And I had my set, my five-minute set memorized to the point of I'd wake up at night and I would be reciting it and yeah, even had the audience jokes planned. So I knew at some point I was talking about something about marriage. I kind of knew either some group of women or a group of men are going to yell something and say, woohoo, or something. And at that moment, I'm going to have this retort to them. So the point was uh, people confuse preparation with inauthenticity. It's actually exactly opposite. I knew if I have my set completely memorized, I can really be in the moment and really then work on delivery, work on looking at the audience, like making the eye contacts, walking around the set, uh, making sure I don't speak too fast so uh, that experience taught me like really being prepared takes nothing away from authenticity and actually it allows you to be more authentic in the moment so Pre- prepare for your speeches, write your talking points down. There's nothing wrong with that. And actually, it's good.
0: Ali, it's so great that you're on the show because you just gave me this inspiration where you just related a lawyer to a comedian, which is literally lawyers do the same things you just said as a comedian. You have to prepare like crazy. And frankly, that's like life. As John Wooden said, famous basketball coach, when you prepare to fail, when you fail to prepare, you're, fi- you're, you're prepared to fail. I mean, when, you, when you fail, yeah, when you fail to prepare, you're preparing to fail. But love mm. what you just shared. Mm. Thank you so much for inspiring us today, Ali. How can our guests
1: stay in touch with you and connect with you? Add me on LinkedIn. I do a series of posts and, uh, to bring the conversation full circle. Christopher, I just posted last night. It's something you said earlier that resonated with me. I posted, success is an outcome, not a goal. So to our earlier point, um, focus on what you like and and what what skills you want to build and success will come. Awesome. Ali, thanks again. Have a great day. Thank you, Christopher.
0: Thank you for listening to the Gifters podcast. If you want to learn how to turn your story into a successful speaking and online coaching business, go to ChristopherKai.com to learn more.